Hello and welcome back to the Life with Warriors podcast. I just want to say a very big thank you to everyone that has pushed me, um, everyone that has sent in reviews, everyone that has supported me so far. I do not take your support for granted. Like, I adore you guys and I love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So, um, on today's episode, I just want to give like a backstory on how I moved, and um, so you better on, so you're able to understand um, why I moved, and then also navigating a new country. So, get your drinks and get your popcorn ready and listen on so i would say that um my move started in 2018 thereabout or by process that i started the process of moving in 2018 thereabout and at the time it was strictly because oh um i had colleagues who were talking about the whole canadian peer thing and i just wanted to follow the crowd to be honest i'm not gonna lie i just want to follow i just wanted to follow the crowd not like i didn't want to leave nigeria or leave where i was at the time like i was working in a very good place and it wasn't so bad compared to by the, the time that i left nigeria you know things weren't so bad but i made that decision i'm like you know what let me give it a try I remember I went to my colleague and then they were talking about evaluating your credentials and everything. I'm like, okay, tell me about it. And I registered on the website, had my credentials evaluated and I just left it. I didn't do anything again. And then fast forward to November 2018, I lost my dad. And something... I think there was something about losing my dad that triggered me. That felt, it felt like if you don't go after your dreams, if you don't go after your goals, there's no way you'll be able to achieve them when you're gone, when you're dead, basically. And uh, it kind of triggered me and I'm like, you know what? I need to do this. So I gave myself some time to get over the grief and I remember at the time, my colleague that I used to go to work with at the time said to me, Mo, or Emo, because that's what they used to call me at work at the time, said, Emo, you have a master's degree. You have what it takes to do this by Canadian PR thing. What are you waiting for? You have two siblings that you need to look out for. Do this for yourself, do this for your siblings, and do this for your mom. In my head, I'm like, okay. And then I remember there was an evening, we both closed late from work. And then he said, wait, before you drop off, hold on. Let us calculate your CRS score. In my head, I'm like, big brother that I did not look for. Okay. And then (laughs) then they did the calculation and said, you qualify. Do this thing. Once you have your credentials evaluated, write your eye out and make sure you submit your application. 
at the time i'm like for even so i'm an accountant right and then i did a budget and i did a breakdown of how much it was going to cost me or how much the move was going to cost me and it was about at the time at 20 as a 2018 2019 rather um it was about five million naira. <laughs> i looked at my bank account and i'm like i must be a joker because <laughs> i had just started off my career at the time and i'm like where am i going to get this kind of money from but one thing about me or one thing you need to know about me is moyo is a go-getter i don't quit if i start something i see it to the end and then you know it kept on pushing me because apparently it was also leaving and um i wrote my first ielts in june 2019 but i knew that i was going to fail because i was so busy with work at the time i didn't really have time to like um study well or i didn't really pay attention i was just like you know what is it not to write english is it not to read is it not to speak english i didn't know that i was going to face another like it was going to be like a different ball game i'm like so i didn't pass my ielts at the time I know if you know how much a test for IELTS is or was at the time, it was like at the time it was like seventy-five thousand naira, and I'm like, oh my god, seventy-five k gone, no savings for this month. Basically, that's what I was saying, telling myself like, ah. and then um, that happened, and um, I think I resigned from that job. I moved to another organization and that gave me time and I told my colleague at the time and said I know you studied English you're going to be my script writer because I want to write this exam in November and I want to pass this exam like even though me I set goals I set targets for myself and um I prepared well this time around. I wrote the exam and I passed it. And um, this was as of 2019. Okay, submit your application. I refused to submit my application. I had everything and I refused to submit my application because I got to the point where I felt like, you know what, am I really doing this thing because I want to? Is it what I really want to do? Am I just following the crowd? And is it the will of God for my life, basically? And then I started out. And then I remember January, um, like, you know, when you have, like, conversations about how you want your year to go. So I was having those kind of conversations with God, and I'm like, what exactly what are you saying about this particular move and one thing one way that i know that i get confirmation is through my dreams and then i had a dream i had a dream my colleague was telling me about um, how she got into the pool and how she got it it miss invitation to apply and i asked her for a score that was in the dream and then she told me oh this is my score and then I was so pissed at myself in the dream like you have a higher score more than this person and you refuse to do 
anything about it. So when I woke up, I make sure I checked my application again, checked that it was fine, and then I submitted my application. I say I submitted the application Thursday last week. Tuesday this week was when I got when they they carried out a draw, and then I got an invitation to apply. And guess what? The score that I had was just one score of the like it was just one score, one point different from the cut off. I think the cut off at the time was four seventy one, and I had four seventy two. And I'm like, wow! Thank God I did not sleep on myself because it would have been disastrous. I would, I would have been so mad at myself. And then that happened, and um, I had to get letter of um, letter of re- reference letter from all the organizations that I worked with and everything and everything. Even to NYSC, I got letter of reference letter from NYSC. Everything was just smooth, smooth, smooth. Then you now got to the funds part, proof of funds, to show that you have money. That I don't have money. And then I remember, I'm like, God, you said that I should go prove yourself. And then I remember I went to meet an aunt of mine and she said, oh, is that why you're, don't worry, I will give it to you. You don't have to worry. Because I told her that oh, I was going to put it in my investment account and it was going to yield interest for her as well. And the interest of the money was going to go to her as well as the principal amount by the time I get mine. So anyway too much information <laughs> anyway so I explained this to her and then she agreed and then she gave me the funds and added it to what I had Bam. I submitted and then COVID happened Jesus one year two years I was waiting at some point I just told myself you know what they should get back to me whenever they want to get back to me I really don't care at this point when they are ready for me, they should let me know. And that was what I told myself. And then, um, and then, um, so in between the period that I was waiting for them to um, get back to me, um, I think at some point I called the officers and they, as of September 2020, they told me, or they told me, oh, your application has been approved. Okay. I know that once an application has been approved, you're expected to submit your passport for visa stamping, right? None of this happened. I waited. October 2020, nothing happened. November 2020, nothing happened. I was, I even bought um, winter jackets <laughs> in advance. Nothing happened. 2021, nothing. No news. When then April this year, I was at work. I remember a colleague of mine came to me and said, Oh, have you heard from these guys? I'm like, Nah, I've not heard anything from them. And then immediately left my office. I checked my email and I saw the email. And then I had to call him to say, Dude, it has dropped too. <laughs> and then I called my best friend, called my mom informed my siblings like they were the first set of people to know and everything and then 
I checked my passport. Guess what? It was going to expire soon. So God, I beg. And then there was a rush to start um, to start looking for how to get my passport done. I was in Abuja at the time. I had to travel down to Mina, Niger State, to get my passport done. They told me, oh, you get your passport the same day. Guys, they showed me Pepe. I did not get my passport the same day. Passport got to me in two weeks and I had like a deadline to submit my passport. I'm like, hey God, my village people, my village people want to get me. But anyway, <laughs> the passport came, I submitted my documents. I remember my friend Dipo took me to DHL to submit my to submit my passport and everything. And then I remember I was just panicking and I was like, no, everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine. Calm down, calm down. Man, I'm like, hey, God, I beg go. I kept track. And then when we got to the visa office, I kept tracking. And then I did not have peace of my own too. My passport came back to me with my visa stamp. And between the time my visa, my, that happened, imagine my visa had not even come out. My passport had not come back. I had paid for my ticket <laughs> I'd pay for my ticket I remember I was talking to one of my friends and I was like come during summer don't come during this thing because in my head I'm like I'm going to leave Nigeria in like November like what are you still waiting for come during summer so you get um, you get acclimatized with the weather blah 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 I'm like okay and then I booked my ticket mind you passport had not come back because things used to happen but anyway I'm, I'm grateful none of that happened to me whatever but yeah my passport came back and then the preparation started and then I had to say my goodbyes to all my friends in Abuja and all my friends in in Lagos and my family members in Lagos as well and also my mom and my siblings I had to say bye to them bonded with them you know bonded with most of my friends and everything and in august i left nigeria the first week in august basically and i i remember when i got into canada because i remember I, I landed in toronto first and then i was just like i just want to hear the welcome to canada that's all i want to hear i don't want to hear anything else they ask me questions. Oh, this is this is this, and I'm like, okay. And then the guy looked at me and said, "Welcome to Canada." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was, I could not, I could not express my emotions like right there because before they think that is this one normal. I'm like, yes. I've been waiting to hear that for a long time or for the longest time, and yeah, basically that's it. That's how the journey started and i just want to encourage someone out there it might seem on it might seem like it's impossible it might seem like you have stumbling blocks it might seem like you're waiting it doesn't matter keep at it in your waiting do other things focus on other things focus on your job learn new skills you know one thing that i would say is that if you know that you want to leave Nigeria or you want to leave your home country to another country, 
you do your research what's selling in this country what should i do to better myself what skills should i learn before i left nigeria i learned a lot of skills i even learned um i think i learned heavy vamping skills because i i wanted to equip myself for anything that was going to come my way and i just want to see to someone go for it you can do it it doesn't matter push yourself my dad used to tell me something the sky is just a starting point and he did not lie the sky is just a starting point okay you know before they would say the sky is the limit no the sky is no longer the limit the sky is just a starting point so i hope that you enjoyed today's episode and please leave in the reviews and thank you for listening bye